Take number two. song needs no introduction and of course when you hear that song it can only mean one thing and that is from charlotte north carolina it is woo dave kleesner what's going on not much what's going on man oh nothing man we're playing i'm guessing you that was a uh, rick flair we're playing you in with the rick flair baby <laughs> What a swerve. That's a Russo swerve right there. They thought I got the nature boy. They thought, oh, man, Dave got an A-lister. But no, I got even better. I got Dave Kleesner on the Hburg FFL podcast. How are you, my man? Doing well. Battling a bit of a chest cold, so yeah, might sound a little off, but I'm, I'm good, man. I'm coming in off a win, so. Yeah, man. Well, you, you were saying you, it's been a little bit of a slow start. You're the, uh, the winningest owner in Hburg FFL history by winning percentage and um, kind of That's in an unfamiliar uh, unfamiliar territory here at being uh, you know at or near the bottom of the league but you're you're hanging in there yeah yeah trying to uh, trying to get the guys that I drafted to do something and trying to make some or so it's all you can do man from a guy yeah. who drafted Allen Robinson in multiple leagues, I, I understand. I feel your pain. Um, good. Well, that's good. Well, thank you for joining me as I uh, enjoy a Bud Ice tall can in honor of my uh, my bro who's not feeling well either. So, wishing uh, wishing the shark a speedy recovery and uh, Dave a speedy recovery. Hopefully, this isn't something going around the league. Yeah. Can it can it be passed through a, a, a get a bug passed through the uh, Vi- through the, the viral. computer computer? Yeah. The vi- you think viral you, virus. You think you uh, you think you caught something at the at the stadium when you were uh, out out cheering on your Eagles last week? I, I don't think so. I think it's probably one of the uh, one of the three or four times my son's been sick since going yeah. back to school. That'll do it. All right, Dave. Well, you like ready? That. To get yeah. into everything, Hburg FFL. Uh, gosh, I'm unprepared. I was out eating tacos. I come in. Dave's ready to go, and he's waiting for me. All right. Anyway, let's do it. Week six. We like to start with the ponage, and we got the we got the the, the Mister Ponage, Team Ponage, Team Management, as we like to call him now, to, to not be offensive to anybody. Uh, but we'll look at it here. It looks like dominant. Uh, I think it was. Was there a ponage? Was it was it team ponage delivering the ponage this week? I, don't I think, think it may that. have been. Was it? That looks like a a thirty point victory, Dave. Big win for you. Um, mostly on the back of one Dak F Prescott. Um, I tried to I tried to hype it up. As you said, you listened to the the pod earlier, and then uh, my bro just no sold the. Uh, the, the Dak trade and, and how significant it was with uh, with uh, with Wilson going down. So, well, what was the what was the mindset, the thought process when you made that trade? Because I questioned it a couple of weeks ago when I was talking to Micah. Like, why does he 
need this uh, this stack trade with with Wilson on his team, but now it looks like um, you were uh, you knew something. I, I I just felt like he wasn't he wasn't doing what I needed him to do, and Dak was killing it, and um, and Micah had hit me up a couple times for uh, for Daryl Henderson, so I was like, well, let me see if I can get Dak. Yeah. I think that was the trade, if I remember correctly. Well, Daryl Henderson's been really good for Micah, and Micah's doing really good. As yeah. we'll, we'll get to him. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but it worked out well for you. Um, the Herbert pickup, I, Khalil Herbert, of course, uh, I texted you when you made that move before last week and said it was good. Um, but the, uh, the Gaskin, I said it on the pod last week. I, he wasn't even on my radar. I wasn't buying it. That was your number one waiver pickup and he puts up a zero. Um, how did that feel? I mean, you still got the win, but you know, maybe a missed opportunity there. Yeah. I mean, um, they, the CBS had him as like the highest projected available running back and he was going up against Jacksonville and, you know, in London, which is usually like, you know, those Thursday night games, it seems like they're a little, a little more run heavy because um, they, they have less time to prepare. So I was thinking he'd get a ton of touches and um, they'd be up on Jacksonville. So yeah. obviously it didn't work out that way. But uh, <laughs> hey, You got the win. You're off the I side. The That's all that yeah. matters. You got yeah. the win. And um, I was texting. 108 with a yeah. zero. I'll, I'll take that. That's not too bad. You know, yeah. Diggs got in this end zone. Fant got in the end zone. He got a yeah. got a nice little D week there. Uh, yeah, it's not I'm, too bad. I'm, Bobby Tree uh, scored. Yep. Diggs finally did something. Um, I was I was off on the 100-point bonus on Fant and uh, Herbert. So that would have been another 12 points. So. Um, you know, if I would have gotten another six yards out of those two. And, uh, and, uh, you can, you can crow a little bit about Tua after me and the shark just, uh, Torian knew last week on the Tua pickup and he goes out and puts up a 30 spot on, on your bench looking like, uh, maybe you knew something there too. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I may have, I mean, you guys nailed it on that, but, uh, I, I was kind of in desperation mode and, Wanted to make a move and um, yeah. wanted to make a move early to to make sure I got somebody that I thought was was good for that week and had a good matchup and um, so yeah I mean this looks really good leading up to that so well you know hey thanks thanks for coming on here after I uh, you know it's all in good fun on the H yeah, FFL cool. podcast when we uh, rip our uh, fellow managers to shreds every week you know it's just. Yeah. It's the name of the game, and I yeah. and, and it's an open door. I will let anybody come in here anytime, and they can give it right back to me. It's, it's you know, it's, you keep, don't dish it if you can't take it. That's what I say. Um, but uh, yeah, big win here for you, thirty points. And I uh, was texting with Lee. He said he's uh, this loss kind of sent him into panic mode. He thought he was good. Now he thinks his team is terrible. He, uh, you know, he picked up Booker. Didn't get a lot there. Um, Keenan's been a little bit of a disappointment. I think Brady's been a little boomer bust so um you know he's down in 78 and uh yeah we'll see where he goes from here but um yeah big yeah, win Knox, for today Knox got hurt yeah Gronk's hurt yeah so. yeah he was all excited about Knox that was like his guy he picked him yeah. up in uh in this league and in your uh your former uh 
Gray Boy League. Do you miss miss the Gray Boy League at all, or or, or how's and, and how's your uh, your family league going that you set up the the four team uh, family six teamer, but uh, <laughs> it's good. I'm I'm in first place on that one, of course, but everybody else is getting getting used to it. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, it's the same setup as this, so yeah. Um, roster restrictions and everything, so. Yeah, it's it's good. I, I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily miss the Gray Boy League. That's one of those <laughs> leagues where, like, I mean, I miss everybody in it. You know, it's yeah. fun, like, you know, talking smack. But I, I like the last couple of years. Like my first two picks, three picks have been hurt, and with the waivers, the way it's set up, I don't know. It's it it, it kind of puts you in a bad spot. It can. It can. Side McCaffrey last year. I, I McCaffrey, and then uh. Chubb and Kittle, and there. Yeah, the resetting waiver of the Hberg FFL it is. Uh, it does make it a very forgiving league if you uh, kind of find yourself at the bottom and get that number one waiver pick a few weeks in a row. You have a good chance to yeah. kind of rebuild yourself, I suppose. Yeah, which I was, I was kind of uh, at one point um, uh, lobbying against switching that. Uh, or, or t- lobbying to switch it, but uh, but I, I like the way it's set up now. The way that you you know you're you're never kind of out of it in yeah. this league, which is, which is good. That was all I knew, and I you know th- th- that was the only way I'd ever played for years. So I didn't know I didn't know about this. Uh, oh oh, you can you know you, you don't get the first pick every week if you suck. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Well, good win for you. And also a good win for me in the worm burner of the week. I'm going to go left to right on my board here. La Resistance, 96. Big Dogs, 86. Uh, you know, just the, the wide receiver production for my team. No matter who I start, I get four combined from Claypool and Smith. It's just been a, been a shit show. It was nice to have Dalvin back. He got 25. 25 for Jalen, who... Uh, he, that, boy, that Eagles offense is rough to watch, man. I watch a lot yeah. of them. I'm sure you're watching them too. But boy, that was that was uh, ugly. He he had like nothing through like three quarters, and then I think he got two rushing touchdowns in the fourth quarter to salvage his fantasy day. But yeah, yeah. last couple games have been uh, not not fun to watch. Yeah, I'm not I'm not as high on him as I was at one point. I mean, he's he's missing like. The short throws when he's on the run, which is apparently what he can do best. So if he if he can't do that right now, it's 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 not looking good. Yeah, but it doesn't I, seem like an accurate passer, certainly. Yeah, I mean, it does seem like they're they're waiting on on running him to the second half, which yeah, which is good. Uh, that's what they did in in the Eagles game. I mean, he he almost I don't think he had one run the first half, and then the second half he he kind of held it more on those read options and kind of brought us back into the game but i mean it's uh it's been frustrating it's been frustrating as as his uh fantasy uh guy rooting for him because it's like it's i've I've been having almost uh like tebow flashbacks to the when i had tebow one year where it was like he would do nothing for like three quarters and then somehow get like maybe a touchdown or something rushing and it would just be like oh it'd be so brutal yeah but he's been good he's been good for fantasy yeah you know, um, yeah, I got I got really lucky here, Ron. Uh, I uh, I was up by like what maybe thirteen coming into Monday night, and Ron had Zach Moss who only puts up a three. Caught Lamar on a down week. Lamar went from what fifty last week to a thirteen. Um, 
you know, so better to be lucky than good. Tyreek was kind of banged up, and uh, DJ Moore only had a five. So, you know, caught Ron on a bad week, but, you know, the week before I caught Micah when he went for 180, so I was due, I, you know, kind of balances out a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, Lamar Jackson we down week, that's that's tough. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't know okay. if you were going to jump in or not. You know, I was just like, sometimes I just kind of ramble and then I stop talking and then I just like, all right, well, is Dave going to jump in or yeah, I'll, no, just, I'll just keep going? I, I, I love the looking, sound of my own voice. I was you looking, know? <laughs> yeah, I was looking too. Lamar, uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson down. I mean, I, I'm sure you were going to get to it at the uh, at the um, uh, the transactions, but Zach Moss putting up a three and Chris Godwin, who I'm not a big fan of, put up a four, and that's who Lee just traded basically traded away. Thielen for yeah and looking back at that at game with 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 uh lee and i he uh Thielen put up a 23 yep so that's on the bench we, yeah we can yeah tough. we can get into that well, we'll see yeah yeah i mean there's a lot of different factors i mean you know i, I don't know if you know this day but it's by mageddon they're calling it with all these buys this week in week seven so uh, you know things you know, people have a uh, move. They, you know, they're maybe really short-handed or something. I think that might have been a factor okay. in their trade, but okay. we can, we'll certainly analyze that for uh, sure. definitely. Uh, well, quickly get through the rest of these games here. Thaw Nasties, big win, ninety-five to seventy. Uh, Corpy, the lowest score of the week, um, but uh, Lance gets thirty-three from Stafford, and only other players in double digits here. Uh, the kicker in the D, so that's. You got to feel a little lucky to get the win there. And uh, Antonio Gibson gets banged up. He's already out without uh, McCaffrey. So <coughs> trouble, trouble for Lance here, maybe, you know. He, uh, he, he yeah, traded I mean, for Gibson. And, uh, yeah. you know, you guys got to stop trading with Micah. When are you going to learn? Micah <laughs> always wins these damn trades. You know, uh, he gets he gets Daryl Henderson. He, he gets rid of Gibson. You know, yeah, he got he got Henderson. Uh, yeah, uh, but he hadn't done anything, so he he may come back to earth. I mean, he got hurt, but uh, I mean, Dak's been killing it, so uh, you know, I don't I don't consider that a loss. Um, and I, I think my running backs are are, are fairly solid. But uh, one thing to note: it seems it seems you know Jace is four and two, but it seems like he's he's skating by on these like you know winning with the nineties. Yeah. Well, I guess last week he put up a one twenty four. Yeah, and uh, Cortland Sutton, nice game for Lance here after we uh, threatened him with bodily harm on the pod last week. And, uh, yeah. yeah, he continues to perform when he's not on my team. So, yeah, that's he's he's quickly uh, climbing up my, my shit list here. Um, other side of the ball, Corpy, rough week. He kind of goes as the, the Herbert Mike Williams stack goes. You know, when they blow up, he's very formidable, but only 14 points combined between them. Bit of a down week for uh, for Elliott, and uh, Robinson got him 15. So, tough break for the Pats fan. He uh, seems like he can't make the right call at that quarterback. You know, he's been uh, – last week he, he benched Herbert when he puts up a 60. This week he benched uh, – Kirk Cousins had a 38, so you know yeah. if he he would have won, he would have won by one point. If you like that, Dave, I, we know that we. I'm talking to the right guy <laughs> when we're talking about shoulda, coulda, woulda. Corpy woulda won, coulda won. 
debatable if he should have won because you got to make that call to play Cousins yeah, over Herbert. But, that's, um, that's why you win or lose is the calls you have to make in this league. If you want to, like, be in a league where you win, you know, based on the players on your roster, go to a league that's got starts two quarterbacks and three running backs and four wide receivers and a flex, and then you don't have to make any tough decisions. And whoever's on your roster will, will get you your points and you'll win or lose. This one's all about, this one's all about your gut. You got to trust your gut, exactly. go with your gut, make that call. Live or die by the choice. That's it. That's it, man. Flip that coin. Yeah. Um, all right. Next matchup, uh, high score of the week for the second time in a row, the defending champion, Micah Morris, MM's Red Wolves. He got off to a bit of a slow start. Looks like he's climbing up the ranks. Maybe the team to beat yet again. He goes for 142. Uh, Josh Allen with 39. Uh, Henderson, as we've talked about a couple times here, 21, had a couple touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, 32. That's his second consecutive week with over 30 fantasy points, I believe. Yeah, so he's red hot. Um you know, Hopkins had a nice game. Could have been another bigger week for Micah here even. He has uh, C.D. Lamb had 31 on the bench. and uh, Evans only got him a two. So, you know, he could have been way up there in like the 170s again. Yeah. Um, for Paul, you know, Derrick Henry's a monster. 42, 31 for Mahomes. And uh, that was about it. So, you know, he's got those two guys. Um you know, just a bad yep. game. Bad game for Eckler, only four points, and didn't get much out of the running backs. And he got the 120, which is, you know, tough break for yep. him. He had the third highest score, and he lost. Yep, yep. <clears throat> That'll help in the in the long run with points four. But, yeah, tough. tough It'll help you in the old breakdown here. challenge, but it's not going to help you in the Ageberg FFL standings, I guess. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm that's, horrible that's, in the breakdown yeah. challenge. That Buffalo running defense is, is pretty stellar. Uh, well, so you're so you were impressed with what uh, Derrick Henry did. Then you think he's good at, at football and running the ball? Oh, I'm sorry, I meant I meant Baltimore. Did I say Buffalo? Oh, okay, you said Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, my bad, Baltimore. I did not see that game coming, and I didn't see much of that game to be honest with you. I just assumed that the Chargers would do something. They got yeah. just shut down. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. But big win for Micah, um, and he's he's hot, you know. I we don't, yep. you know. It's not. I mean, I'm glad he's not like you know running away with the thing. But I'm I'm upset. I'm always upset when Micah does well, uh, unless he's here as my guest, and then I'll be very nice to him. <laughs> nice to his face, you know. Yeah, he's he's uh he's uh, he's figuring out how to make it work. That's for sure. Yeah, he's got he a system. Super slow. He knows something. Yeah. Uh, and finally, we got uh, John B. Neff's fighting blue streaks as they improve to uh, four and two. They get a big win, one twenty-one to ninety-eight over Gambinos. Uh, Cooper Cup, another big game, thirty more points as he is uh, wide receiver steal of the draft, I guess. Uh, Rogers got him twenty-six. Jones had sixteen. Tony Brown got fifteen. Good for one twenty-one. Uh, for Gambinos, Kyler Murray had a nice game with 33. Mixon got him 22. Swift got him 12. But the uh, receivers kind of let him down a little bit. Um, you know, he was he was playing the backup tight end off the waiver wire, and the uh, 
that Bills D you were just talking about and their stout run defense, they'd been really good, but uh, disappointing here. They'd been over 20 points three of the first five weeks, only put up a four here. So yeah. uh, tough break for Gambinos, but, you know, John B's he's still doing it, but lost yeah. – Lost Kareem Hunt, and that's um, and he's is he already had an injured running back too? Yeah, he already had uh, Clyde out. So just these, yeah. some of these teams and the way these running backs are dropping, it's it's tough out there. <laughs> yeah, I did I did uh, piggybacking off uh, your Cooper Cup. I saw something today where over the past thirty some years, um. Two receivers that have 600 plus yards and seven plus touchdowns over the first six games, and it was uh, Randy Moss and Cooper Cup. That's pretty good company to be in. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty good company. So yeah, he's uh, he, he's I'm I'm a Cooper Cup fan for sure. I did not see it coming. I know my brother posted a few weeks ago that Cooper Cup was he'd never seen anyone as a better sell high candidate than Cooper Cup. But what do yeah. you? What do you want back for that guy? He keeps doing it. I mean, he even had a couple down weeks, but you know, so he's he was almost a quarterback like, uh, in college or high school. Uh, what's that? What wasn't he like a quarterback in college or high oh, school? Was he one of those guys? I think they always say he's like he he know he like runs route like a like a quarterback. Like he uh, ah. he breaks down the defense and knows you know where to go, and that's why he's always so open and. And he's a white guy, so he's gritty and scrappy. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the hell else. Co- <laughs> Real coach on the field. You know exactly. what I'm saying, Dave? Yeah, Very yeah. cerebral player. Oh, is that yeah. what you're saying? That is. We all, every cliche for I'm, a, I'm for a white guy. I'm trying to get as commentator or he is I can as I can be. He's a real, yeah. Oh, the commentators love those guys, don't yeah. they? Boy, Collins, Collinsworth would love Cooper Cup. Oh, boy. Get him out there. Yeah. Um. All right, Dave. Well, any final thoughts on uh, on week six? How how the league is uh, going? The state of the league? Anything you want to say to to the commissioners, um, to me, to the podcast fans out there? Uh, after six weeks of Hberg FFL action? Uh no, not really. Other than uh, it seems like um, it seems like everybody's kind of still in it. I mean, before we get to the standings, but. It's different players are doing things, different things, you know, for the most part, week in and week out. So, um, you know, it's it's it seems like more of a, a difficult year to, to project who's going to do what on a weekly basis. So it's it's keeping it exciting for sure. There. Yeah. Everyone's still alive. Still early. But yeah, like you I said, like um, Lance is over there in first in the West. But um the actual, the top two scoring teams are uh, Cockheads and Red Wolves, and they're both three and three. I'm also three and three, and I'm the lowest scoring team in the league. So it's a little wild over there in the West. Um, I am, uh, you know, just hoping to find anybody that can score points. Corpy, two and four over in the East. Uh, four and two for Flag Bros, Blue Streaks, three and three for the Big Dogs and Gambinos and Team Ownage bringing up the rear at two and four. But like you said, plenty of season to go, Dave. Don't give up. Yeah, no, no five and one or six and zero oh teams, and no uh, zero oh and six, one and five teams. So yeah, everybody's within two games of each other, which is which is pretty. That's yeah, that's a lot can saying. change in two I mean, weeks. Yeah, we've really seen like um, 
you know, the you, you did it a few years ago. That we we we'd really seen like t- teams run away with these and have like you know records like we hadn't really seen. Like you were what eleven one and one a couple years ago, and uh, Micah was thirteen and zero obviously a couple years ago, and then what eleven and two last year. So I don't you know we're obviously not having anybody going. Right, eleven and two. Well, unless one of these four and two teams runs the table, I guess it could happen. That's but true. <clears throat> doesn't seem like there's a real juggernaut this year. Nah. Um, all right. Well, let us take a look at the moves. I thought, I thought with all the buys, there was going to be um, a lot of waiver moves, but there really weren't. But there were. It was a significant amount of post waiver moves. So we'll get through yeah. these. Uh, so you started things off. The the Miles Gaskin experiment did not last long. Your number one waiver pick last year. He is gone and James Conner is in. I uh I like this one better. I had a claim in on James Conner. Uh I will say that. So um what was the thought process here? Why was James Conner your number one pickup? Um Arizona top team. So, um, you know, I lean towards players on, on good teams. Um, I think, uh, uh, isn't Edmonds still out? Um, he may be, I mean, I know he's a little banged up. I'm not sure if yeah. he's out or not, but uh, Connor in, uh, games the, with a positive game script where they get ahead. I think that benefits him. You yeah, expect him yeah, to do that against Houston this week. I believe. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was a good solid pickup. Uh, and I need a running back, so. Yeah, I mean it's tough because like you could have gone for I don't know if some you know like a Dearness Johnson type or someone like that who potentially could be a number one back for a shorter time, but Connor has a you know definite role you would expect for the for a longer period of time for the entire season and if something were to happen to Chase Edmonds where he's out then Connor steps into a larger role in a good offense so i think yeah. there's definite upside there and the floor he has a higher floor and you know potential for more yeah on a new team so maybe he's he this is his first year in in uh Arizona correct uh yes i believe that's correct so le- learning a new offense maybe he's picking it up and and he'll uh he'll He'll get a little more more carries along the way. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, know, like I, like it. I like it more. I have more positive to say about that one than I did about Gaskin last week. I, I knew that Gaskin was a bust, but I was I was happy that yeah. you let me get uh Daryl Williams. So that was I was afraid you were gonna pick him up. I was I was over the moon. Uh Pats fan, Ricky Seals Jones in, Dan Arnold out. This is the number one tight end pickup. I'm kinda Screwed. I drafted this uh, Logan Thomas character on Washington, and now he got hurt, and this Ricky Seals-Jones probably stole his job, and I don't know what I'm going to do. I need a backup tight end. We'll see. Uh, oh, I'm up. La Resistance. Um, I get the Alexander Madison back. Had to drop Devontae Smith here. Um, just uh, I I had to risk it. You know, I do, you heard us talking last week about waiver strategy and kind of dropping people and hoping to pick them back up, and that's what I had to do here with Madison as the the Dalvin Cook handcuff. It's just, it's really hard. It's really hard to handcuff players with such small rosters in this league, but 
Um, with Dalvin already having missed a couple games, and Madison's been good, so I think uh, I, you know, it's kind of a must must hold for me if I can do it. Yeah, yeah, um, that's that's a good strategy there. I, I hadn't I hadn't considered that, but picked that up on the podcast last week. So appreciate that, Mike. <laughs> yeah, and well, I was worried because I couldn't do it because like I dropped him. I didn't actually set him through waivers, Madison, because um, I picked up uh, Hubbard as soon as I saw McCaffrey wasn't going to play last week. I picked him up like before they even put McCaffrey on IR, um, and I, I went and got Chuba because I was like, I can't risk it. I need a starting. I have no number two running back, so any running back that's going to play is is a yeah. viable play for me at this point. I'm just kind of you know, playing it by the seat of my pants here. Uh, Blue Streaks. Mike Davis in, Odell Beckham out. Um, so this is a good, good pickup. I like this one too. Mike Davis playing uh, Miami this week, I believe. And uh, I think John B. needs a running back, as we said, with uh, Clyde and uh, uh, Hunt banged up. So this was a nice little pickup. Yeah, I, look, for I looked at Davis. I looked at Davis, but uh, it seemed like um, Patterson was is getting more of the carries. Um and, and to touch on that from last week, so were you suggesting that he be running back slash wide receiver or be switched in, to in a perfect world? In a perfect world, Dave. Sure, I don't know if I could ever swing that. And the, and honestly, the way that my wide receivers have scored this year, I think I might just need it to stay wide receiver for the time being because no matter who I put in there, uh, they don't do anything. I would, I, in a perfect world, I would like him to be both, but I don't know that I could swing that, and I don't See, know that I, I could I would, swing anything. I, I would agree to uh, to to having him switch to a, a strictly a running back, pick but one. to 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 pick him up and then be like, all right, now he needs to be both. Yeah, I don't think that's uh. Well, pick one, pick pick one. I would do one yeah. or the other, but yeah. you know, can I can I uh, can I. Can I claim what I want him to be for that given week no. on yeah, on like right. the uh, the Tuesday yeah. before the game? Can I be no. like I want him to be a wide receiver no, this week? Got, yeah, right. No, <laughs> and then I'm locked into it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think as it is now, I need him. I really need him more as a wide receiver. And honestly, like, um, it's not even necessarily that much of a bad thing if you're have a wide receiver who gets like five to eight carries a week, right. you know, it kind of yeah. gives them yeah. a little bit of a floor. So I'm not really yeah. too DJ Moore style. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Moving I like Davis on, this week. What's that? Moving on as you say. Yeah. 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 Sorry. No, I, I, I'll wax poetic about, uh, <laughs> my, my hometown Falcons all day. Believe me. Um, they stink. I hate watching them. Uh, oh, here we go. Ownage. That's why you're trying to move on. You're on the clock here. You're back up. Here we go. You got a big D move. Bears D in. Chiefs D out. Any thoughts on that? That's a next week move. Yeah. Uh, I kind of did the same thing. I picked up the 49ers here and dropped the Bengals. I, uh, I dropped the 49ers on their bye week. That's sort of a, a long-term D future matchup play. Possibly. You never, you never know. Like uh, it. let's see i'm back kicker move bullock in mclaughlin out um don't really know why i think that the 
Browns without Baker on and on a Thursday night. I try to avoid guys on Thursday nights if at all possible. And the, and the Browns offense is going to be shaky with no neither running back and their quarterback out. So yeah, seemed be. like a good play. Uh, okay, like post waiver. Here we go. Guess who's up at three forty nine a.m. <laughs> making moves so he doesn't Ridiculous. have to burn his precious waiver priorities. So let's yeah. get up at 3.49 a.m. And here comes James Winston. He's in. Teddy Bridgewater out. Micah's going to blame it on his tiny bladder that he's got to wake up and pee. Just <clears throat> coincidentally happens every Wednesday morning. So what do you make of this? It seems like a good pickup. I don't know the the – I mean – Teddy put up big numbers last week in, in Denver. It seems like they're better than uh, everybody thought. So, I don't know. I mean, see, this is, it seems okay to me. With Jameis Winston, you know, he always puts up big numbers. And um, I'm, I'm hoping he dumps it off to uh, – uh, to, uh, to, Jameis to has run. these crazy games like this year where he has like 20 20- – attempts and like five touchdowns i don't know what's going on i'm not I have not watched a lot of saints uh ever since they they boned me out of the survivor pool and blew it to the giants so I, i'm protesting all saints games this year i will not be watching any saints i'm out and i used to love you james you won me an hberg ffl championship a couple years ago but i'm out i'm out on you you fucked me uh pat's fan not to be outdone Corpy's up at 5.30 a.m. Now, he has an excuse. He's a teacher. He's got to be up early. But uh, he goes, handsome Jimmy Garoppolo in, Kirk Cousins out. We just said Kirk Cousins had 38 points, but he is on a bye this week. So is Justin Herbert. So Corpy needed a quarterback. Is handsome Jimmy the one you'd go for here, Dave? Now, as you know, there's not a lot of quarterbacks out there with the the mandatory two quarterbacks. How do you feel about this one? Well, that makes my uh, Tua pickup last week or whenever I made that uh, makes me feel a little bit better about that Fortuitous. that I didn't wait that I didn't wait till this week and um, have to get stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo yeah, so maybe you're right see this is what this is what uh, my bro was ranting about you know two is a waiver wire guy but he may be he might have been the best available this week if, with, with all these guys on by too who knows yeah 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 we will see Micah back Eagles D, your Eagles D in his Washington football team out. Football team D has been disappointing. I don't know yeah, about that Eagles D. Though. They there. haven't impressed me either. No, maybe they have a good matchup. I'm not sure who we play this week. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully that's just a backup move. Maybe that's just a protest, protesting Dan Snyder move from Micah. Uh, uh, that might be a, that might be a next week move too. They're at uh, <clears throat> they're at at Detroit week eight. No, oh, okay, yep. But Could at be. Las Vegas this week, so. Could be Flag Bros. OJ the Juice Man Howard in Dawson Knox out. I don't know how long Dawson, Dawson Knox is out for, but uh, yeah, Lee with no Gronk, he had to do something. So that that's gotta hurt. Uh, Flag Bros back yet again. Three minutes later, Devonte Freeman out. Devonte. Oh, Devonte Freeman in. Devonte Booker out. Which Devonte would you rather have, Dave? <laughs> uh, you can say neither if you. I like. was going to say neither. <laughs> <laughs> that is fair. That is a f- perfectly fair. Uh, Thaw nasty Sanders in. Hopkins out in a bit of a kicker swap. 
Pat's fan, JD McKissick in, Tony Pollard out. So, Corpy, Corpy tried to do the handcuff thing, and now... Um, Tony Pollard, the hot name on the podcast so far. This is... What do you mean? The hot name? Uh, I've heard you guys talk about him, like, gotta keep him, gotta keep him. Well, this is like, like me with Madison, like I said, you know, this yeah. is... This is the idea. Now, the, the question is, having seen with all these, you know, this is, and I'm not, you know, we're talking shop. This is the Hberg FFL podcast. It's an open forum. We talk about things here. Would someone pick up Tony Pollard as a preemptive thing to screw Corpy if Ezekiel Elliott gets hurt? I don't know. It depends on if you have the roster spot, maybe. If you got the depth, yep. And, and like you said, with, with buys coming up, it might be a little tougher, but, um, you know, it's tough. Yeah. Cause you can only have four. And I, I'll be honest. I had some speculative ads like that in case someone screwed me on, on Madison this week, I was going to try to do that to somebody else. Um, you know, just for the hell of it. Cause with the way yeah. running backs have been dropping, there's potential value there. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have the spot to pick up Tony Pollard. I don't either. I'm holding Chris Carson, who's on IR. So yeah, and I have I have Cook and Madison, and they're both on a bye this week. So I don't have that spot, but we will see who does. <laughs> Micah. Uh, big dog. Trade him to uh, trade him yeah, back of course. to Corpy. That's what I said last week. You got to be careful, <laughs> Michael. The roster, but this is what we were talking about again. See. If you think this is exactly what we're saying with Russell Wilson, whatever it is, unless you're worried that you really want JD McKissick or you're you know, you're you're worried about something else, it makes a shit ton of sense to hold that move if 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 you're especially if you're not concerned. I mean if you, if McKissick's your guy, you want McKissick at all costs, and which maybe makes sense if Antonio Gibson's not gonna play, then I understand that. But you know, sometimes it makes sense to wait. Drop him, try to pick him back up on the waiver after next week. But we'll see how it plays out. Big dogs, D. Ernest Johnson in T. Higgins out. So um, this is the, uh, you know, uh, this is the, the last man standing in Cleveland. So yeah. he's going he's gonna to get a lot of carries this week, we have to assume, with uh, Case Keenum running the show out there. Yep. Uh, and that leads us into the big trade. Here we go. A rare non-Micah trade. Iron Flag Bros get Zach Moss and Chris Godwin in exchange for Adam Thielen and Miles Sanders. Trade them to the big dogs. Um, my initial reaction, I think, was similar to yours and that I liked Ron. I thought Ron got a good deal here um, with Thielen. I don't really care about Zach Moss. I mean, I know Miles Sanders has been bad, but I actually think there are better days ahead for Miles Sanders. Just looking at the schedule, they do seem to have given him a few more carries in the last couple of weeks. Maybe they're going to recommit to him. And I, I mean, I don't love him, but I, I think it can't be any worse for him. Yeah. I mean, it seems pretty even to me. I mean, I'm not a Godwin fan, but that's not really objective. <laughs> it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, it's definitely fair. I mean, it's definitely yeah. an even trade. It's not like uh, you know Ron walked all over him. I and, and I know yeah. I understand why Lee did it because he so, had yeah. crazy. Yeah, like, he had so many players yeah. on bye this week. I, th I think Thielen's on a bye, so yeah, you okay. know, 
he had to, he traded him. He's not going to drop him. And so to get a receiver of, you know, some yep. now and a name guy, you know, yeah. and get yeah. him in exchange. That makes sense. I think that was the thought process there. Uh, and yep. I can't argue right. with that. Nope. Um, and finally, so uh, Lee immediately drops Zach Moss and picks up from Madre Stevenson. So, um, Ramadre Stevenson. Yeah. Your thoughts on Ramadre Stevenson? That sounds like a Harrisonburg like high school running back name for some reason. <laughs> I can see that. Um, all right, Dave. Very good. All right. About two. Seven in the Hburg FFL. We will start on the left side of my screen, which happens to be my game, and I am playing John B. Neff's Fighting Blue Streaks. John B. coming in as a 17-point guru favorite, 64% favorite in the eyes of the guru. Um, and I think I can see why here. He's got Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones against the terrible uh, football team defense. Mike Davis off the wires we mentioned in a plus matchup against Miami. Cooper Cup against Detroit, very good. Um, Antonio Brown against Chicago. Kelsey, uh, of course, the best. Myers and the Buccaneers defense. Um, Brown and Kelsey both have uh, injury designations, but I'm assuming they're going to play. But that would be awesome if Kelsey didn't play for me. Can you imagine? Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be fantastic. I would much <laughs> rather see Tunyon out there. Just let him go all Packers all the time. All, all eggs in one basket. Yeah, that could be good. Hopefully the football team could step up. For me, um, Jalen Hurts against Vegas. Chuba Hubbard, Daryl Williams, my all backup running backs in thrust into the starting lineup uh, backfield here with uh, Dalvin Cook out on bye. Uh, and the first time we're going to see my all Falcons receiving core, Calvin Ridley <laughs> and Cordero Patterson. I think this is pretty much my team from now on, barring uh, – trade or injury it's going to be ridley and patterson and we're going to see how it goes we're going to put our trust in matt ryan and see what happens uh but they are playing miami i think they can do well yeah. darren waller bullock and the ravens defense so uh, i am going to pick myself in an upset i don't know exactly how i'm going to do it it's going to have to be luck and hopefully Hopefully your boy Hurts can pull out a couple more fourth quarter touchdowns. These backup running backs scored. Um, Falcons, I, God, I just need some one of my wide receivers to score. Some yeah, points maybe you can once. get maybe you can get like a like a seventy yarder from Ridley. You know, or just for Ridley, just have a hundred yard game. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just anything. So I know the uh, the. Um, uh, Carolina's coach uh, is saying they're going to go back to like, like Teddy Bridgewater football, where they're just where they're running the ball, and so they might be uh, pumping Chuba Hubbard full of carries all day. I like Chuba. I like Chuba. I think Chuba's yeah. a hold. I, even yeah. when McCaffrey comes back, I you know I'm not rushing to cut Chuba if I don't have to. The way yeah. that McCaffrey is, I mean, that's assuming he comes back. If he comes back, I, I think you got to hold Chuba for a week or two and see if McCaffrey oh, yeah. gets hurt again. Yeah. Um, I, I did um, text. I did text with John B because I was seeing. Bef uh, I was going to see if I could get John B on since I was playing him this week, and uh, he got back to me later. I would already reached out to you, Dave, but thanks. So thanks for coming on again. And John B did say he wanted to make a pick, 
And he would not be John being himself this week. He likes himself. So we're going to put that on the official Ageberg FFL podcast pick record that he, that John B is supposed to be maintaining. We have not heard from him yet, but uh, you're yeah. hopefully he'll come up with something. Uh, I'm going to go with John B as well. I think I like that's... That. I like that A-Rod yeah. uh, against Washington. I, I texted like him back... Yeah, I texted him back that I think that's the smart money to take the 17-point favorite on this one, but, yeah, you know. Maybe, maybe 40 from A-Rod and 25 from Cooper Cup. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not in position. I'm not John being myself, though. Never have, never will, baby. You know what I'm saying. I ain't no corpy. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else we got. Gambinos, two and four. Iron Flag Bros, four and two. But the Gambinos, in spite of the record difference, they're a 57% guru favored. That's about a seven point spread in the eyes of the guru. Uh, most of that is due to Kyler Murray, and he's guruing a massive 36 points against Houston. Uh, we got Swift, Mixon, Lockett. Um, which is kind of tough. Yeah. yeah, Jefferson's on by, so lock it with Gino. That kind of hurt in the Gambinos. Brandon Cooks, Pitts, Folk, and the Dolphins for Lee. We got Brady against the Bears. Ramondre Stevenson, former Harrisburg High School running back in there against uh, against the Jets. Um, Who is? Your Ramondre. Uh, your boy. <laughs> Uh right, he was on the was he on the team with uh Nick Lincoln? Was it yeah, Nick Lincoln so. and Ramondre? Well he'd have to be like yeah. forty years old now. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, he followed he followed Akeem. Yeah, there you go. Uh Devontae Freeman, not Devontae Booker, not Devontae Smith, Devontae Freeman, uh Godwin, Adams, Howard, Young Hay Koo, and the Broncos defense. So Lee doesn't have a lot of options here. He's got basically nothing. He's got a, a running back on by, a hurt running back, a receiver on by, and a hurt tight end. So this is what you're getting from Lee. Um, do you think the Guru is right, and should the Gambinos be favored? And will the Gambinos win? It's uh, a tough one. This one feels close to me. I don't love either one. one of these teams. Yeah, I like I I have Joe Mixon in my other league, and I've been he's he's been pretty solid, but he's going against Baltimore, so that's a tough matchup. I'm wondering why. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Sharky looked at the waiver wire, but uh, it seems like he could have made a move at at receiver. Well, he'd have um, to drop. He loves Kadarius Tony, and so do I. Does he? Okay, I'm I never, love Kadarius Tony too. I picked him up in the GBL, and he okay. He was he had a good like first drive against the Rams, and then immediately got hurt and went out again. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, he's, so he doesn't want to drop him, even though he's hurt. He believes in the talent. All right. Know? It's he like you said, in the Ageberg FFL, you got to trust your gut, man. If you yeah, believe yeah. that Kadarius Tony is is a special talent and a potential league winner, then you don't want to drop a guy like that, you know? Well, I will say uh, it seems like, I don't, I mean, O.J. Howard, Guru in a three, That's that seems low. I mean, I know there's a, a bunch well, of targets got, there. They got but... Cameron Brait over uh, okay. there. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I, mean, I have no idea. I don't know yeah. if AJ Howard's good or not. I don't know. I, I guess I, I guess I'm I'm leaning towards uh, Sharky here. Oh God, I don't even know. I I don't know. This is brutal. D. If if Devontae Freeman starts because Latavius is banged up, um, Swift Mixon. I don't like 
those receivers. I I don't know. I feel like I, I I'm taking. I love Devonte. Yeah. I feel like Lee can do this. If Brady has one of his big weeks, I, this feels like maybe Brady has a big week. I think Devontae's Devontae's probably going to outscore both of uh, Mike's receivers together. Although you know he he loves Brandon Cooks. I know that we ever we all trashed Brandon Cooks at yeah. the draft, and Brandon Cooks is, is getting all these targets and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I I think this one's close. Yeah. And my, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Murray puts up. 45 plus mm. and Kyle Pitts. Yeah, he could off. go off. You're right. I've picked my brother every week. I'm not going to pick against my brother. Come on. Brotherly love. You got to stay. You, if you don't have family, what do you have? Yeah. You know what I mean? I Give me Kyle the Gambinos. Pitts has a big week too, so I'm, yeah. I'm going shark. All right. You talked me into it. Give me the Gambinos. I like right. it. Pets fan. Cockheads. Ooh, big spread here. Cockheads, an 83% favorite. Um, Corby. Oh. Guruing a 69. He has a shorthanded lineup. He has literally nothing. He has on the bench six players on by and George Kittle, who's on IR. So, um, wow. Corpy is in trouble. I don't think we really need to go over this one and analyze this one too much here, Dave. I think I'm going to take Paul uh, by default. I mean, he's got Derrick Henry and Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah, this one, this one, uh, this one could get ugly. <coughs> Derrick uh, Henry against Eliza Mitchell. I'll take. Um, yeah, I'll take Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, uh, give me Paul. Paul on a uh, romp. Yeah. Uh, Thigh nasties. Four and two. Red Wolves. Red hot Red Wolves, as they are unofficially known. Three and three. Red Wolves coming in as a fifty-nine percent favorite. That's about a uh, an eight and a half point spread here. Red Wolves with Jameis in off the wire with Josh Allen on a bye against Seattle. That's a good matchup if you're going to play da- Jameis. Henderson and Taylor, two of the hottest running backs in the league. Evans and Hopkins, C.D. Lamb's on a bye, so that makes Micah's choice a little easier there. Andrews, who's been red hot, one of the yep. probably probably the tight end you'd want other than Kelsey, based on the last few weeks. Yeah, and, and I was turning down some trades for uh, with with Micah with for Mark oh, Andrews. God, I wish I had him. This is like makes me so mad because every year, last two years, I, I got so sick and tired of playing that shitty tight end carousel. So last yeah. year, I'm like, I'm going to go for Kittle early. He gets banged up. This year, I'm like, I'm going to take Waller here, second, third round, and he's just mediocre. As I'm I'm screwed, and Aunt Micah takes Andrews like two or three rounds later, and he's putting up like a 25 every week. I can't, I cannot. Yeah, I had, I had Andrews last year, and he, and he was underperforming. So I, you know, and it was early on, so I was yeah, and I don't know why I'm so down on Andrews. He was the, he was the key cog of my uh, 2019 upset championship winning team. He was like yeah. one of my main guys, and now all of a sudden I turned on him. I don't know why. Uh, and I know uh, I know uh, Jace used to have uh, DeAndre Hopkins. He he offered a trade um, to me for something I can't remember what it was, but he was hurt at the time. I I, I can't. Uh, I hate looking at trading yeah. you know top players that are like a little dinged up i just I, right so it'll be interesting to see what he does um, well, i think that micah. was the antonio gibson trade who's now banged up that he traded oh, okay. uh, deandre hopkins for to micah as okay. once again micah you know comes out on top in these deals yeah. um 
Well, let's see what Lance has here. We got Stafford against Detroit. Uh, Edmonds uh, against Houston. As you said, he uh, is carrying an injury designation, so you're certainly rooting for him to not play so your boy Connor can get some more run. Um, Antonio Gibson, I think, is leaning that he is not likely to play, so Lance does have Javante Williams in there. Uh, But that's a Thursday night game, so you're going to have to make that call tomorrow whether or not you're banking on antonio gibson to play um or admins i don't know i i think i may just take the sure thing and go with uh is it javante am i saying that right i don't want to call call him out of his name but that's a that's a call for lance to make that's not my call Cortland sutton my least favorite player in the league jamar chase uh, who it just kills me that i had and cut gasicki prater and the Colts, um, are you agreeing with the guru here? I think I am. I think this feels like a Micah win. I just think Henderson and Taylor right now, the way they're playing, and um, DeAndre revenge game against Houston, that looks pretty yeah. tasty to me too. So I think I'm going to have to lean with the guru and go with yeah. Micah. I would agree. I would agree. <coughs> well, and finally, finally, the reason you're here, Dave, you're here to talk about Team Ownage against Ron B. Hedricks fighting big dogs. Big dogs, a slight 52% favorite, about a point and a half difference. Ron's going with Lamar Jackson, Miles Sanders, freshly traded for, Jacobs, DJ Moore, Tyreek Hill. You know you're who you're getting with those two. Um, he does not have a tight end at the moment, so that's a little bit of an interesting play. If there was one, pl- if there was one owner that you had to say would come in here without making the tight end move as we're trying to pick the game. It would be Ron B. Hedrick. That's that's for sure. That You would not get good odds on that bet. Uh, Tucker and the Panthers. So I'm going to pick this game as though Ron has generic tight end X. Let's, let's say it's uh, who's available. Uh, I don't want to tell him who's available because I might need to make a tight end move. Ron, you're on your own. You pick up your own tight end two uh dave this is your chance for Tua tonga vailoa to prove me and the shark wrong that he is a quarterback you should have made a big move for khalil herbert against tampa bay that's a tough matchup camara against seattle i like that uh aj brown you got to play him robert woods against detroit i think you have to play him well you you have to play him because you only have digs uh fant who i like he's been pretty good crosby yep and the Patriots' defense um, against the Jets, which is a nice matchup here. Uh, this is your chance, Dave. This is your one chance to John B. yourself. Are you going to take it? Yeah, no or chance. Or are you going to be a real man and pick yourself? No chance. No chance. I think, uh, I think the, the Miami-Atlanta game will be high scoring. Um, I do, too. Why yeah, not? the Khalil Herbert against Tampa Bay not not really high on that but I think I think Kamara will come uh you know have a good game coming off the bye and I think Wood I mean Woods has been trending upwards and you know everybody's trying to ch- shut down Cooper Cup so that's that's a low goo for why him Why are you why are you playing Herbert I mean there's a question why why Herbert over Connor is that something you're considering making that move in in favor of the better matchup um, um with Connor there against Houston yeah, I haven't I haven't messed with my lineup since uh since um 
waivers went through. So yeah, I'll probably I'll probably go go with uh Connor. Um Yeah, okay. I think I like that play better. Not to again yeah. not to tell anyone how to run their team. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for you know telling me how to how to beat Ron. I appreciate well, that. If there's one thing that we if there's one thing that we hate on this league any more than anything, it's it's Ron. I mean, come on. We've been trashing that guy on here for years because we know he doesn't listen, so he ain't going to hear it, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm kidding, Ron. You're always welcome. Please come on, Ron. We haven't talked to you in a long time. Uh, yeah, but it's no fun to pick Ron. I'm picking you. You showed up. You came in here. You're the guest of honor. Dave Kleesner wins. Ron loses again. In another guru upset, give me team ownage. Um, I like it. I think Camara. This feels like uh, this feels like even if you're down, I like Camara for a big game. I think Camara could be you know upwards of 25, 30 points on uh, on Monday night. A couple touchdowns gets Dave Kleesner the big win, gets him up to three and four, and gets him back on the path to the playoffs. What do you say about that? I like it. <clears throat> All right, good. Back, well, back to three and four. That's where you want to be. Well, not where you want to be, but it's 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 better than two and five. That's one. That's one thing we always say yeah, on the Aceberg FFL podcast. Three and four is better than two and five. <laughs> I've been Dave. He's been Dave. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Now, any final thoughts, Dave? Before we before we head out of here, thanks for coming. I know uh, we ran a little late. We got started a little late, but I uh, but I appreciate you stopping by. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, good luck to everybody out there. Any, any last words, famous last words? Nope. I hope everybody enjoyed. Glad we're doing this every week. Um, one of the best things about this league. So glad I was able to, uh, partake and, and contribute. Um, so yeah, good luck, everybody. Hburg FFL, best uh, league in the, in the world. Of course. I mean, look, I, I appreciate anyone who listens. I appreciate anyone who stops by and talks to me every Wednesday or Thursday night. Cause if you guys didn't even cause you all know, even if nobody listened, even if nobody would come talk to me, I would just sit here with my microphone and talk to myself for an hour and just sit back and listen to it myself. So that's, that's what I'm doing. So it doesn't matter. I'm doing this thing, whether you guys are coming with me or not, but if you want to come with me, you know where to find me. And that's on the Hberg FFL podcast. Follow me on Spotify. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Yeah, later, guys. Good luck. <laughs> See you, man. Appreciate it. Later, man. Bye.